Razorback basketball is off to a 3-0 start to this season, heading right into the Maui Invitational. And they have a lot of good things going for them right now. And we're going to have a very special guest to break it all down here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can choose every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up for Underdog Fantasy at underdogfantasy.com with the promo code Locked On to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Razorback basketball, 3-0. and Had a really nice game last night against South Dakota State. And we're going to talk a lot more about everything with Razorback basketball as we welcome in the assistant coach of the Razorback basketball team, Coach, coach Gus Arginal. Coach, as always, appreciate you joining us. It's been too long. Jay, thanks for having me on. Um, sorry if it's a little bit muted here. I'm in coaching voice. It's season, so we lose our voice, and this is what it sounds like. It, my wife is tired of hearing the scraggly voice, so appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Well, it works out because that means you guys are working really hard, obviously. So uh, there's a lot of things that uh, I want to dive into uh, with you just about the team and everything, though. But first off, I just want your reaction to this right here. Now I see you in the background, Coach. I'm, 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 I'm that, that's what it is right here. Uh, that that was truly one of the uh, most impressive, if not the most impressive, in-game dunk I've ever been a part of, and uh, just shows the versatility that TB has, and again how he's just growing from game to game, from Europe till now, and now he's putting those type of moves in live play, and so we're really excited for him and us, obviously. Yeah, because I it's crazy to see a play like that because obviously, you know, that's such a, a big play in basketball. But then you see like Magic Johnson, LeBron James, like everyone tweeting about this video. And I know that you you and your staff are big about marketing and branding and everything. So it's just like this time, Mus and you guys, you didn't have to do anything. Everybody else just took care of it. Well, well sometimes you got to say your play does your talking, right? And so TB definitely uh, is getting some accolades for that. Yeah, my, my two boys, Bo and Ace, showed me uh, the tweets of Magic Johnson and LeBron James. Uh, but again, it's just a great opportunity to put us you know, on a, on a national world map and uh, allow TV to show off what he does best. So, Coach, obviously right now you're, you're coming off of a three-game win streak to start the year. You, you've had some things I'm sure that uh, you've liked and that you haven't liked about the team thus far. But let's just start with some of the positives. Obviously, Nick Smith has been yet to play this regular season. But as far as other guys stepping up and, and the performances that you've seen, what are some of the things that you've really liked seeing from your team this year? I would say the defensive intensity to start off the season is, is number one. Um, we felt, again, not to compare two years, but usually to start a season, that's something that you kind of have to push and, and kind of, you know, the technique isn't there. We've been really excited about the effort, uh, the multiple efforts, the energy they've been given defensively, um, scrapping, making, you know, loose ball plays, 50-50 ball plays. That, to me, um, with these three last home games is really impressive. Um, and, again, I think going in the preseason, 
with our exhibition games, that was something that we needed to see more. And so to see their effort be as high as it is, um, now still we need to get our turnovers and those things cleaned up. But the defensive effort uh, is extraordinary, and they need to continue that. And then as we get better with our defensive coverages, hopefully that energy will take us to another level and we can be, you know, we want to be the best defensive team in the country. So a long way to go, but been really impressed with that piece of it. Yeah, coach, because I, I was kind of comparing it also to last year because that's what I do in my business. You yep. know, I do comparisons and everything, too. And uh, just looking at last year's start, just as far as three-point defense goes, you know, last year they, the, the Hogs gave up 13 and then 17 and then 13 three-pointers made in the first three games. This year it, it seems to be quite the opposite, which I know it, it's different teams and from on both sides and everything. But uh, when you talked about the defense, just – how how has that been such a, an impactful thing to start? Because as you said, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit to get it going, but seeing how good this defense is in the first three games, which a bunch of young players, a bunch of new players and everything. I mean, what's been the key to that defensive success? Well, the first part of it is, you know, we have some technical pieces of it, you know, how we guard with our hands and our, you know, positioning. Um, we've been able to bring in some pretty long, athletic and tough guys. Uh, that are smart and are following the game plan really well. I think that's a piece of it too. You know, they're just like they do in school and academics, like they're studying, like they have to study a game plan and understand who they're guarding, know their personnel. We're holding uh, teams, I think 22% and they've made four a game, uh, which is pretty extraordinary right now. Um, so again, if they can continue to do that, um, but it's also, it's really just being alert. But, but like I talked to it's energy, urgency, desperation when you're guarding, we're not shooting the three really well right now. So we're not going to make that up, you know? And so the guys understand that. And right now what they're doing is they're buying into what it's going to take for us to be good on a night to night basis on defense that will then help us win. If we don't guard the three, um, we're going to be in deep trouble, especially with these games coming up in Maui. So you mentioned the three point shooting and I'm, I'm always laughing because of course on social media and during games, you get to see fan reaction. I'm sure you hear from fan reaction too, but Everyone just just been you know brings up like well you know this this three point shooting it's terrible this year we're not going to win many games like everyone just kind of goes fully negative but since you're you're a coach and obviously you're there with the team when it comes to three point shooting specifically is it something to where it's just the identity of the team you either have it or you don't is it something that you can develop or get better at as the season goes I mean how how do you handle that as a coaching staff where uh, just the shooting itself from three point land is not where it needs to be how do you get it but how do you get it there. Well, you have to embrace who you are and who we are is a great rim attacking team, great transition, great defensive versatility, um, and then a good wide open shooting team. Like we're, we're good when we penetrate and kick out, just like most teams in America, we're not very good when the ball just stays on the perimeter and doesn't get paint attacks. So you kind of, as a coach, you have to one, just be excited about who you are uh, and then work on those things. I think our guys are putting in a lot of time. Um, obviously Nick helps that, um, you know, with his ability to shoot, but we have guys that can knock down wide open shots and good shots. And it's about taking the right ones. We're excited about how we're sharing the ball, moving it and trying to find the right shot. I would actually give our guys a lot of credit because they're not taking the bait of shooting threes all the time when they could easily do that. They're trying to move and again, probe the defense. So, um, as a coach, you just tell them, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is who we are. And that's what we're seeing in the first three games is they're following our game plan. They're attacking the paint. Our points in the paint are extremely high. So, again, that, that's who we are right now. I think it will improve as the season goes along. And as guys – got to remember, too, this is – for 11 guys, this is their first time playing 
in Bud Walton. So give them some games to get used to playing together. And I think the rhythm of their catch and shoot will get better as well. So with all the new players that you have on this roster, which, you know, it's, it's kind of the way college basketball can be sometimes, but you know, you don't see it very often where you go to back-to-back elite eights, you replace an entire roster essentially. And then the expectations are even higher than what they were the previous couple of years. But with the way that it's gone with freshmen and transfers and everything, just how do you feel like the team has gelled and their chemistry at this point in time so far this year? Each team has its its own journey, and it's trying to find out who it really is, its identity. I think this team's done a great job of taking, you know, whether it's an injury here or a change of the lineup here, and really just embraced that that part of it. And they're just kind of along for the for the ride together. I, I do think that it goes back to our relationships. I think that we have a pretty tight group um, of people, um, and that that helps a ton because, as you know. Um, and again, not comparing, but last year we went through ups and downs. Every season, uh, you're going to have that. Uh, and I think the best teams have that because they learn how to bounce back quickly through adversity. Um, but our guys are uh, staying connected. Um, and again, I think as a group, because there are 11 new guys, they all came in together and trying to, uh, when you have that many fresh faces, everything's new. You know, we have four guys, Devo, Kamani, Cade, and Lawson, that are kind of showing them the way. But these these 11 guys are bringing a new culture along with what we already have built. We're going to continue our discussion with Coach Gus Arginal here in just a second. But first, I got to tell you, this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up college football this season. Where, listen, if you want to download apps and you want to be in on fantasy football, basketball, whatever it is, it's always fun. But it's not so fun whenever the apps or whatever source that you're using ends up not being very easy to use. So that's what Underdog Fantasy takes care of. It is extremely easy to do. It makes it simple to where you can pick and place two to five players across any team. And it doesn't have to be just from your favorite team. You can decide if they finish higher or lower. It's one of the easiest fantasy games to play out there and you can win cold hard cash every single time so sign up today with promo code locked on all one word and underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 again deposit 100 get 100 for free by going to underdogfantasy.com or find the underdog fantasy app in the app store google play store underdog fantasy promo code locked on all one word get in on the college football pick them today you are locked on razorbacks your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing on our discussion with assistant coach to the Razorback basketball team, Gus Arginal. And coach, I, I know that uh, you've had some success, obviously, with Razorback basketball since you've just been here and going to the lead eight last year. I think Razorback fans are about as uh, high as they could be as far as excitement. But the thing about this year's team, too, is length and size it's something that must at least not here at arkansas has had this much length athleticism i mean however you want to put it just have you under must or at any point in time have you had a team that's been this big this long before and what what type of things can they do to, to make it uh, better not only to be highly successful once postseason comes around but to make it really difficult on other teams to match up as well well th- this team actually if you match it up against most NBA averages in terms of height and length is actually longer and taller than most NBA teams. We've kind of done a study on that. So it's really impressive. The The closest we can, you know, say that we've been to this with Coach Musselman is at Nevada our last year. We had, you know, the Martin twins starting at the one and two, um, which that's pretty big when you have six, 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 seven. But now you have 
you know, right now we got Anthony running around out there um, with his hair, makes him about six nine, six ten. It looks like. Uh, so w- with that versatility, um, again, I think the, the best piece of that is um, you can guard in so many different ways, and guys can, you know, switch. They can make up for mistakes. And I think when you, again, like you talked about, when you pair the the IQ defensively with the urgency and extra effort, and then you have the length, it, it's pretty impressive. I think the one thing that you'll see, and, and I always say it's it's fingernail tips, the amount of times that we have these little slight adjustments on a shot or a, a, a tipped ball, um, that's where the length, um, you know, the athleticism really comes into play. And then I think hopefully um, with like you talked about the crowd and the energy and excitement is creating plays like TB made last night or Ricky Council in transition, you know, with these dunks, you know, Anthony Black high flying finishes, which is why they're here is to, to, to put on a great show. And I think um, with some of the pressure, this team has the chance to be one of the most exciting teams ever to play here. Yeah, you mentioned Anthony Black. I'm I, I've never seen a player really like him. Where you know you have a lot of unique players that have a lot of different skill sets and whatnot. But to see a guy that plays the point guard position, but as you said, six seven, six nine with his hair and everything, and the the length that he has, and it seems like his defense has been really incredible too. And he causes problems. Uh, I mean, what what type of player can, is he? Because you know, again, it's such a such a unique thing. Is there somebody that he compares to, or is it like just kind of uh, he's he's his own type of player to where uh, he's so big and 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 is going to be able to cause some problems for uh, other guards on the perimeter, especially once uh, once you get into conference play too. I mean, he's as unique a player as there is because of that size and his ball handling, passing, and his feel for the game. You know, I really compare him to a combination of he's kind of a combination of Jalen Tate, Cody Martin. He's got the length of Jimmy Witt, defensive ability. He's got kind of a combo of all those guys. I'll take JD out of there because he's not as tall. Um, but we all would like a little bit of JD um, in terms of in our game as well. Um, but but to have that size, and then I think the big piece of it is he's a great teammate. Um, and when you talk about those those guards, JD, Jimmy, Jalen, uh, we had a guard, Lindsey Drew, along with Cody Martin, that were 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, this guy's 6'8", um, that people want to play with, play around. You know, he is a guy that he had five points, five rebounds, five assists last night. Um, so again, he's doing a little bit of everything. His ability to rebound and push the ball to grab it and go it really separates him. Um, and again, he ignites our fast break, uh, but he also can guard one through five. Um, and he's doing a really good job of trying to stay in front of the ball. Um, and we just want him to be as active as possible. And then you know, I just think he's got a great heart, a great spirit. He wants to be really good. He's really working on his game, his handle and his shooting. And so um, we're really lucky to have him. And He's made a huge impact on us already. And it's just amazing how, uh, you know, this this team has been able to kind of do some things that have been, you mentioned, highlight film type stuff and and all that. And Ricky Council, I mean, he, he's a guy that's, you know, everyone was talking about the McDonald's All-Americans coming in and you know talking about TB because of, of, you know, the ability he had at Missouri and then Jalen Graham coming in. You know, there was a lot of talk about these players. But Ricky Council, at least how I saw it, was that he was kind of like the, the eighth or ninth guy that people were talking about because people really didn't know. Now they're seeing how, just how incredible of a guy this is and how incredible of an addition this is. Uh, what what makes him so good and, and what, him just coming into this situation from Wichita State and immediately making an impact? Well, the thing that we saw in, in recruiting him was, one, he came from a winning program. They had gone to the NCAA tournament 
one of the years he was there. He's impacted winning. He's had some huge games against really good opponents, you know, coming from the American Conference. Um, his ability to get downhill obviously separates him from most people. Um, his strength, his athleticism, uh, like Trevin, you know, a guy that can take off in the paint off one foot. I've, I don't think I've ever seen somebody in the half court set take off one foot and have a reverse dunk. Um, but I think it's also the opportunity, you know, when, when you get your minutes and it's your turn and you're called upon, he's really taken advantage of his opportunity. Um, and again, his biggest thing coming here was, you know, he wanted to win and he wanted to have a chance to compete uh, and play as much as he earned. Um, and so that's the great thing about Ricky is he's just been working. Um, he really is trying to be one of the better defenders in the country. So we're putting a lot of pressure, you know, on him on that because he is built. I mean, he's a strong, he is long and athletic. Um, so we're really working on his on-ball defense along with his rebounding. We want to get that rebounding to, I think it's at about three or four right now. We wanted to get to five or six per game so he can ignite the break as well. But uh, just a tough guy uh, who, again, brings a winning mindset and, and again, is, I think gets the crowd into the game as much as anybody that we have on our roster. Well, we'll continue our discussion with Coach Gus Arginal here in just a segment, folks. I know you're talking about looking, maybe looking for jobs or looking to hire people. LinkedIn jobs can help you out with it these days. Every potential new hire feels like it's a high stakes wager for your business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best quality candidates available out for your job. And that's what LinkedIn jobs helps you do. You can go on there. You can put a purple hashtag hiring frame around your spot to make sure that people see that you're hiring. They give simple tools, screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates that you want to have as part of your business. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the quality candidates that you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing on our discussion and our conversation with Razorback assistant coach Gus Arginal. And coach, I know that this season, you know, you're focused in, lasered in on this one, but I do have to ask you about the signings of Layden Blocker as well as Bay Fall. These are two five stars, two big time players and uh, it, it's something that obviously people can look forward to also in the future to continue to build the program. Just talk to us about those two guys and uh, the kind of the process of getting them here to come to Arkansas. Well, now that they've officially signed and uh, it's, it's public and they've got their national letter of intention, we can speak on it. And obviously we couldn't be more fired up to have those two come into town. Um, I think what you're going to get is very unique. I think they're two of the most unique players uh, in high school basketball right now. Layden, uh, being a floor general, it's hard to find floor generals that are as athletic, as tough, um, that he can shoot the three. Um, and he's probably, I, I would put him as one of the fastest, if not the fastest, you know, high school guard in America. Um, obviously, being originally from the state is exciting for us. It comes from a great family. Uh, now he's at Sunrise and he's having a great career and, you know, has a chance to possibly win a national championship. Um, which is awesome getting a winner like him. And then Bay Fall is kind of the, the opposite, right, with his size, length. I mean, he's one of the tallest, longest players in, in the country, um, can run the floor, can play inside out. He's a dual threat, um, can actually even bring the ball up the floor, um, one of the best shot blockers uh, that we've seen. Um, and, again, just both of them with unbelievable personalities. Bay's a little bit more uh, laid back, uh, always smiling, 
Uh, Layton's a little bit more serious, but again, both great personalities, um, and they're going to have a huge impact on on our success moving forward. And again, for the fans, they're they're really really exciting players. Like you, if you have those two running on a fast break, uh, the lob capabilities. Maybe it's Bay throwing a lob to Layton, or Layton throwing the lob to Bay. Um, but two guys that really play defense, um, and I think the fans are going to embrace them and love their style of play. And it's crazy that Arkansas now, uh, under Must, just in the past two recruiting cycles, has had five five stars be part of the team right now. And, you know, Arkansas fans look at it in the historically, you know, they were in a long period of time where they didn't really have, they had really good players, but to get those five-star McDonald All-American type players was pretty few and far between. But here, here we are talking about five and two years. What's been the key to y'all's recruiting to the high school players? Because we knew you guys can do transfers coming in, and those have been really impactful. But to get into the high school ranks and get these kids to come to Arkansas and choose to play for the Razorbacks over all the other schools in the country, what's been the key to that success in recruiting these kids? I think it's finding the right fit. Um, when we were at Nevada, we had uh, they'd only had two McDonald's All-Americans ever, five stars. We had one of those uh, when we were at Nevada. So really picking out – the right fit. And then when we came, you know, here to Arkansas, Coach Muss, you know, finding the guys that fit our NBA style. You know, it's not just taking every type of player or the most talented or the highest ranked. It's about the right fit. Um, and for us, it's versatility, it's length, it's their attitude, it's how much they uh, want to get better. Um, do they really want to play not only um, at the next level, which majority of the players that we recruit do, um, but do they want to be great here at Arkansas? Do they embrace the University of Arkansas, the state, uh, have pride in this program? Um, I think that uh, because of our experience, though, with Coach Musselman, Coach Smart, Coach Brewer, uh, the, the players want to play at that next level. So th that's something that's very intriguing to them. Our style of play here is fast. It's up and down. We guard extremely hard. And the players have a ton of freedom. So um, why would you not want to come here where you have a sold-out building of 20,000 people uh, the best fans in America, uh, along with somebody that can help you prepare yourself uh, for the next level. You can get a great education. Uh, and then you're also rubbing shoulders with some of the best college athletes in the other sport. Like this is a campus of champions. Um, so you get to come here and you be around other winning programs. We got soccer going here that's trying to, you know, win NCAA tournament games. You have you have all this going on. So I think it's a it's never an easy sell because we're going against the best of the best. But if you want to be a next level player, have a chance to win championships and have a chance to play in the NCAA tournament. It's a great fit, but we also have been very selective about the five student athletes that you're putting in here and all the freshmen that we've taken our recruiting class being the second best last year. So all of these guys, um, we really, really drill down on and how they fit our culture and who we are. You mentioned the fans and Bud Walton, you know, last year you had so many great moments, you know, beating Auburn and storming the floor. You beat Kentucky, beat Tennessee in some great games and the atmosphere is there. And I know that uh, last year, you know, you got to really experience that for the first time. But just uh, what do you make of of a game in Bud Walton Arena and a game in front of those fans? Because, you know, growing up here, it's almost like you take it for advantage because you know how great it can be. But just what type of impact and what does that mean for not only the team, but just for the entire culture and the program itself. Well, I think that when young prospective student athletes get to come in here and see the environment, see, um, you know, how into it our fans are, they're lining up, you know, in the snow, in the cold, the night before, the morning of, uh, to see the passion. Anybody can put down, hey, we had an attendance of 
15,000, 19,200, but it's the way they act when they get in the building uh, that really separates them. Are they, you know, off their seats? Are they cheering? Are there chants? Um, when they're calling the hogs, the intimidation. So um, for me, coming in last year, um, again, being around some really great uh, teams in the past, top 10 teams at Nevada, but to see the consistency of our fans every game here, and then that really wills you to win. You talked about a stretch last year with Kentucky, Auburn, Tennessee, LSU, Mississippi, all these games at home, um, those fans, they help get you one or two of those loose balls, one or two of those threes, um, and help, you know, a couple of Auburn players miss free throws at the end of the game. Uh, so, again, for me, it, it actually gives you the chills to think about it because uh, I'm so excited for our players to be able to experience that. But we also know we have to be playing really well um, and doing well to have that environment really capitalize on it um, and make a run here in February and March. Well, last one for what you get out of here, Coach. I know that your team's going to be heading to the Maui Invitational next week, which is uh, one of the best, honestly, when it comes to uh, in-season tournaments and events in college basketball. Uh, obviously, you're going to go in there with the plan to win the whole thing, but uh, have you ever been to Hawaii? Are you going to rock a grass skirt when you get over there? I mean, what, what are we talking about once you get into Maui? Well, I need your 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 uh, hog shirt right there. Almost looks like it's got a little Hawaii vibe right there. And you got the tan, but uh, yes, I've been to Hawaii. I actually love Hawaii. In about thirty years, when I'm retired, you'll find me uh, hopefully running my own surf school in Hawaii. Um, so I love Hawaii. Uh, but for us, this is going to be uh, as big a challenge we've ever had. Um, and again, you're playing um, some great programs with story tradition. Uh, but for our guys, I think uh, you talked about recruiting. We're always going to play, you know, a great preseason tournament. Um, you know, next year we're in Bahamas. This year in Maui, uh, to be able to play on the national stage when everybody's going to be sitting around their house getting ready for Turkey, uh, and you get to watch the Hogs play and hopefully again have a chance to to win a tournament game by game, um, just like an NCAA tournament setup. Uh, we couldn't be more excited. I know Coach Mus and I and the staff want to get a little bit of sun on us, a little bit of um, you know some of the salt water. We're excited to do that, and our guys are really fired up for the, the challenge and the opportunity. Coach Gus Arginal, the Razorback assistant head of the basketball team, really appreciate you joining us as always, Coach. Good luck there in Hawaii. Safe travels. I'm going to have a lot of FOMO, man. I'm going to, I'm going to be having to live vicariously through you because I wish I was out there, but it should be a good time, man. Good luck the rest of the way, and we appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I look forward to seeing you soon.